Welcome to the Legally Speaking Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Hanna. I'm delighted to welcome back Paul Sampson for our third episode of our Life at the Magic Circle in a Positive Light series. Last week, we talked about Paul's associate days whilst with Alan and Overy. And today, we go on to talk about Paul's senior associate experiences with the firm. So, a very big welcome back, Paul. Thanks, Rob. Lucky number three. Let's make it a good indeed, one. Indeed, indeed. We've had lots of positive feedback already off the first couple of uh, episodes we've we've shared. So, looking forward to, to sort of jumping into to this one. So let's let's get into it. What are some of the extra responsibilities you do gain as a senior associate at ANO? Well, I think um, there's a, there's an expectation that you're leading on deals. So whilst partners are still very much involved and uh, the ultimate sort of point of responsibility, the day to day running of the matter and you know a lot of the interaction is done by the senior associates. So you've got a really important role on driving transactions forward. And, you know, I suppose looking back, that ends up with slightly at times feeling feeling like the squeezed middle because what happens is you've got partners delegating to you from above and you've got associates um, asking you to sort of review their work from below. And so it, it can be quite, it can be a busy can be a busy time and, a, and a quite a, a quite a significant step up, particularly when, together with the running of matters, you are expected also to be involved in the running of the groups, giving training, helping on business development, all sorts of all sorts of different things that go into having a successful department. So yes, the the, the step up can be quite significant, I would say. Good stuff. And before taking that step up, what did you have to do? So what were some of the criteria to, to reach senior associate? I think it's become sort of harder over the years, really. People of a younger generation will will accept uh, that, you know, the days of sort of making being made a partner after sort of three or four years of qualification are, are long in the past. So part of it is just the time on the clock, as it were. And, and actually, it's probably for good reason, because you, you do need the hard yards, you need the hours, you need to have various experiences before you're really ready to, to operate in that way. But really, what you're doing as an associate in order to get promoted is demonstrating that you have the intellectual capability to be senior, that you can run a matter, and matter management is hugely important, because, you know, actually, a lot of problems can occur if you're not organised. And you're, you're sort of a chess player. You're thinking, you're thinking ten moves ahead, and you're making sure that all the plates, are, you know, keep keep, keep on spinning. Um, so that's what you're trying to demonstrate as an associate, and also just being a good citizen. Frankly, you know, being someone who more junior people in the team can, you know, look up to, can talk to, seek out for advice, and that sort of thing. It's not all about clients. I'm not sure if any clients are listening, but actually a lot of it is, you know, inward looking rather than outward looking. Brilliant. Okay. And you mentioned sort of at the beginning of this this episode around sort of extra responsibilities, BD, leading, leading on transactions. Talk us through maybe the first time as a senior associate you you had the chance to do that and yeah, how how, how you felt and did you feel ready to do that? 
that was always a strength of mine, to be honest. So I didn't really wait until I was a senior associate. And I think that's part of the secret, actually, of anything, not BD, but just really what, you know, they always say, at the job you, you want, not the job you have. So really from very early on, I was trying to do whatever I could in terms of business development. I remember being, I couldn't have been more than two years qualified when I I found a contact on, on LinkedIn who had been at another firm that the partner I worked for had been at. And I dropped him a message and said, I work with this partner, you know, you may recall him you know, it'd be great to, and, and, and this, I should have explained this guy, this guy was a very senior lawyer at, as a fund manager. And, you know, would you like, would you like to have a coffee? So myself and the partner went to meet him. Uh, and one thing led to another, we ended up giving them training and then we were instructed on a fund. Now we weren't instructed on the fund directly because of me, but, you know, I, I made the connection and, and sort of made the initial meeting and without that it wouldn't have happened. So you know, I also organized an sort of annual cocktail party for all our clients that hadn't been done before. And sort of little things like that were, you know, you quickly get a reputation for being good at business development. So I would definitely say to people, do not wait until you're a senior associate to start that, because actually it's pretty difficult, frankly, for a lot of people don't enjoy the business development side of the job. And if you wait until you're five, six years qualified, you're going to find it even harder. So it's good to make all your mistakes early and actually develop your own technique. So by the time I was a senior, my technique was pretty honed. Brilliant. Okay, that's really, really sound advice. So thanks so much for sharing that. And I guess in terms of people having a perception that, you know, well, it's, you know, isn't the magic circle? It's Yes, it's competitive, but do I actually stand a chance of sort of making it? What would you say to people? Would you give them any sort of top tips? I mean, look, it's competitive, but, you know, it's not it's not impossible. I did it. So, uh, you know, uh, really, you can have a great career at A&O. And I know we're going to come on to sort of partnership uh, on, the, on next week's episode. But but really getting to senior associate is it should be achievable by most people if they if they want it. Not everyone does. Of course, a lot of people decide, you know, it's not it's not for them. And, and you know, they go in house or they go to a different profession altogether. But you don't have to be a genius, right? You just have to be, you have to have a certain le- level of intellectual capability, a certain amount of drive and, and, and ambition. But otherwise, it's sort of simple stuff, the kind of being organized, you know, being nice to people, being someone that people want to work with and for. And in that sense, it's, it's you know, it's eminently achievable. And I guess another thing that people talk about or try to critique or say, well, it's just about the hours. You know, if I do lots of hours, then I'm going to going to progress. Is it just all about the hours or it, it sounds like it's a lot more than that? It's a lot more than that, Rob. I mean, look, if you did no hours and you just spent all your time being nice to people, then, <laughs> you know, you wouldn't get it either. Right. So it's a business at the end of the day. And it took me a long time to kind of understand the business of law. And actually, I think a lot of people don't understand it. And I'm not sure law firms really train people that well in terms of understanding the business, you know, how, how we make money, you know, why we do certain work and not other types of work. You know, you do need to have some time on the clock. But if you're just a kind of, if you're just a workhorse and just someone who sits at your computer all day grinding out the hours, then you're not going to be a particularly rounded person. And at a we're looking for very rounded people. Not everyone has every single uh, or actually no one is good at everything of course 
But what you want is a, is is a is the right mix of, of of you know of enough good qualities that warrants that person you know being holding a senior position in the firm and and actually being a senior associate A and O is 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 a very important position. Yeah, no, and thanks for, for for sharing that. And just one final question, because you know it's well well documented that people say, well, I'm going to get lots of experiences and then I'm going to to jump in house. What would you say the counter argument to that is? Why should people stay private practice um, and go on to reach senior and then potentially partner? I appreciate everyone will have their own individual reasons, but is there anything you would say to that when people are maybe having doubts about staying in private practice? I'd probably come at that from a different angle, actually, Rob, and you might be surprised to hear, but it's not for me to sell, you know, being a partner. Look, many people, in fact, I'd probably say most people don't want to be a partner, right? And and people people just need to understand that. People within the profession need to understand that actually it's not for everyone and it isn't for everyone. And there's nothing wrong with coming to a place like A&O, getting experience and and leaving and taking those skills elsewhere. And actually, the, you know, law firms don't do this very well. If you look at somewhere like McKinsey, at McKinsey, you have partners, right? But actually, most people are expected to leave and encouraged to leave. And actually, a friend of mine at McKinsey, you know, he was given a, he was given a huge sort of uh, grant for, to set up his business. Because what McKinsey realized a long time ago, and what we've now realized, is that actually your best chance of getting clients is through the network of, you know, alumni, effectively, right? So I would say if you don't want to be a partner then or you don't think you want to be a partner, then actually spending years and years in a law firm is, is probably not a good use of time. And there's nothing wrong with going elsewhere. And actually, you might have a rounded experience. And, you know, I often joke that the, the, the best and worst leave and the, and the average remain. And I include myself in that. <laughs> I'm not quite so sure. But uh, yeah, thanks so much once again, Paul. Really enjoyed learning more about sort of your senior associate days, what it took, how you got there. And I'm really excited to wrapping up our final mini-sode next week on how you reach partner with Alan Obi. But for now, over and out. Are you enjoying our latest mini-series in collaboration with Alan and Overy? Why not check out our main episodes out every Monday? In Season 3, we welcome 30 inspiring guests, including law firm partners, entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and legal tech trailblazers. So stay tuned.